step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Room. Promise not to bore you. I did not get a nap yesterday. I was just telling uh, Jake, so I was grumpy all day yesterday. And this morning? <laughs> I'm fine, man. Uh, <laughs> questionable? Uh, questionable. Not as grumpy as Charles Barkley and uh, Shaquille O'Neal. No. Yeah, we'll share that with you later in the show. Uh, Shaquille and uh, Shaq getting into it a little bit. I enjoyed that. Yes. A little fiery. Uh, so we started jotting down some headlines on this Wednesday morning. Quite frankly. We, we haven't stopped. <laughs> and I think we might have missed a few. So we need some help on the Stuart Shelby hotline slash text line 888-993-7762. 888-993-7762. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. Now we can make the argument what should be the top headline and the biggest story. And I will say... In this state, it'd always be the Saints. So you have to lead off with the Mark Ingram suspension Whoa. over the Pels. Whoa! The Pels can go back now to being where they belong in the pecking order inside oh, the state. Oh, he'll turn. <laughs> that is awful. Uh, what's awful is what's going on with Mark Ingram. It is. Um, suspended four games for PEDs, if you didn't know. So Jeff Duncan, of course, we respect what he does for covering the Saints. He basically said this suspension, in a word when he put Ingram and suspension in the same sentence kind of shocks him. Still can't get over it. Well. Performance enhancing substances. NFL comes down, lowers the boom, four games to start the year. It's really disappointing is yes. what it is. It's like, how much did I praise Mark Ingram? How much did we praise Mark Ingram last year when we were talking about the Saints and their running attack? And, we, you know, it, it was everybody was on board with Kamara, and, and it, it was obvious that he was – going to be a future star and he became a star instant star last year but we always wanted to point out what ingram was doing because he was he should have got just as much glory for what he was doing and then to see this to see that he was popped for peds it's always a gut blow anytime this happens with an athlete it's always a gut blow because what that tells me is you didn't think you were good enough to do it on your own oh or maybe he's going in the last year of his contract and just thinks, I need that, like you said, one good enough to do it on his own. Just yeah. that one little thing to I put him over the top. little edge. Uh, that, well, he did have, uh, what, two consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. Yeah, great Coming years. off arguably the best year of his career. And what did we say a lot last year? It's crazy that he looks at his best this season. You know, usually running backs don't typically age well, and we found it interesting that he was at his best and what was that the sixth seventh year whatever it was um yeah so 28 years old yeah but to see last year of his contract too i know it, it it makes me upset it really does 
His it, accountant is probably more upset. I'm sure. And his wife or girlfriend. I'm sure. But, like, anytime somebody gets popped with PEDs, especially if you're a fan of that person, I, it just it does something to me. It's like, you know, go back to John Jones in the UFC. It always goes back to yes. No, I'm just saying that's that's <laughs> one of the more recent ones. I mean, Ryan Braun. I guess a lot of people liked yeah, him. Yeah. You know, and you can go you can go through the list in baseball, but I'm just saying, and, and you know, it, what that tells me is you didn't think you were good enough. And he's had a unique relationship with the Saints, Saints fan base throughout his career. He did. He has. He he won them back last year. Yeah. Everybody was back on board. For the longest time, people were like, "Wait, we traded up for this guy." And then he goes out and he performs like he does. And like I said, everybody was back on board with him. All right, let's go a couple different angles on this story. With Mark Ingram suspended for four games to start next year. First of all, him with the Saints franchise, do you realize he's only 734 yards shy of being the all-time leading rusher in Saints history? It does not surprise me. Uh, he's basically throughout his career averaging uh, 57 yards per game. So Jeff Duncan did the math, put 57 yards over a course of uh, 12 games. He would fall 50 yards shy of becoming the all-time leading rusher in Saints history. Mm. I know it's trivial, but still, I, I found it a little fascinating. Uh, it is fascinating. Second of all, the bigger picture, what does this mean for the Saints? And I think all of us say, well, yeah, it's bad news for the Saints, but perhaps it's good news if you're an Elvin Camaro fan and, of course, get to see him probably carry more of the load in the first four games of the season. Or if you're a Boston Scott fan, you yeah. know, this he's going to get his opportunities, especially in those four, four games. You're not a fan of uh, Daniel uh, Lasco, Jonathan Williams, what uh, Trey Edmonds or Edward Edwards is still <laughs> I can, apart. I can tell you're a big fan. Yeah. You can rattle those off easily. Uh, Jonathan Williams and, uh, yeah, the other guy. Lasco, he's been around for a while. Yeah. Or maybe you go out there and you get a veteran running back. And Adrian Peterson, do we want to try this again? Jamal Charles, is he still out there? <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't. So if you look at Ingram last year, he had, he was 13th in the NFL in rushing attempts. Okay, there was a reason for that. Kamara is great, but you can't continuously give Kamara the football over the course of a game. And I he needs to share the load. And so for that reason, I am a bit concerned. I hope one of these running backs are, are ready to step up. Best case scenario, Kamara looks very good in the first four games. They do fine. Ingram has a huge chip on his shoulder. He's training training and working out by himself, and he comes back, and uh, he's running with a purpose in week number five. Yeah, that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario, he comes back. He's 15, 20 pounds heavy because he's working out by himself. Uh, well. And Kamara gets hurt. That's the worst case. I was about to say, I, the worst case is Kamara t has too many carries and gets injured. That is our top headline, at least my top headline, the situation with Mark Ingram. Anytime you get news in May from the NFL, is it good news? Not typically, no. No. Anyway, on to the Pels. Which is there should, good news with the Pels? Which should have started off the show. I understand football. You would put the Pels, you think that's no, a bigger lead story than Mark is, Ingram football, out for four Football is king, but this was the Pelicans, you know, it's the second round of the NBA playoffs. Mm. The Pelicans are in it. Mm. They just lost. They're eliminated. <laughs> you can tell I'm thrilled about it. No, I, I think, you know, this was kind of what we expected. We both picked the Warriors to win last night. And you actually nailed the... Uh, yeah, nine points. Yeah. We took a 16-2 to two run. <laughs> 
late. Golden State wins 113-104. If you're just waking up, did not see the finish to this game. Golden State now wins the series four games to one. Yeah, and what really killed the Pelicans was that third quarter. The Warriors just came out red hot, went on a 29-6 to run, and I believe Alvin Gentry called four timeouts in that run, just trying to stop the bleeding. They couldn't. You know, Rondo got hurt, had to leave the game early. Uh, Davis was still phenomenal in that game, and so was Drew Holiday. Your two, your two budding stars were – they showed up when it, when it mattered the most. It's just, it just wasn't enough. It's, it's not enough against uh, the All-Star Warriors. Uh, Davis had 34 points and uh, had 19 rebounds. Holiday, 27 points and also tacked on 10 rebounds and 11 assists, so he had the triple-double in the losing effort. Davis, by the way, averaged – 30 points per game and 13.4 rebounds per game in the playoffs. So I I just love that he got to prove that he was one of the top players on the biggest stage. Um, So hopefully they keep that momentum going. You can re-sign Boogie, get him back on board. And let's let's. Uh, so does that inch them closer to perhaps one day competing with the Warriors, yeah. or is the gap so far apart? It's certainly going to take more than that. And that's what Ben just asked. Biggest offseason question: Do you resign Boogie or not? I think you absolutely do. Yeah. And I know, and I know the Pelicans want to, but you know, looking at this series, just imagine if they had Davis and Boogie down low. What? How would the Warriors have countered that? You know. And obviously that slows down the pace and the tempo, but man, I, I I'm all for it. I think that makes them a better team. I know that's been the conversation. Are they better without Boogie or not? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. You know they they change their style and give Gentry credit for adapting and 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 you know give the front office credit too for going out there and getting Miritich. But overall, I still think you're better with Boogie. Uh, what about Rondo? 32 years old and uh, he's still looking for one Maybe more one big day payday so maybe yeah. he's looking around yeah. i wouldn't sign up to any long-term deal but yeah get him on board for a year or two mm. what else did we miss in the nba the rockets clinch yeah. so now you got rockets warriors which is what we you know going into the playoffs is what we were all anticipating all looking forward to uh i think it's kind of changed because i said at first that that was what people were craving more than the finals because the cavaliers look so bad with, with the way that LeBron has played in these playoffs, I think that's kind of changed. But still, this should be an awesome series. Rockets clinch with CP3 absolutely going off. It was cool watching him just – it's like he couldn't even miss in the fourth quarter. He even banked a three. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he caught glass or not. I mean, he, he, was, he was on fire. And to hear the crowd chant CP3, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a day like that, a night like that. What do you end up with, uh, 40 points, mm-hmm. 10 assists? Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, counted for uh, 50 points of Houston's 112 in the victory over the Jazz, 112 to 102. That series, of course, is history. Yeah, and so if you're looking forward to the Warriors matchup, I, I thought Clint Capella stepped up for the Rockets and looked to be a valuable piece for them. But is that enough if Eric Gordon continues to struggle? You know, Eric Gordon has disappeared in postseason. In fact. Let me, let me compare these numbers. So in the regular season, he had 18 points per game, and he shot 42%. In the playoffs, 13.8 points per game, and he's shooting 34%. You know, his production has dipped. And I, 
I can't say, you know, being a Pelicans fan or, or slash New Orleans say, fan, it, it does not surprise yeah. me. But uh, anyway, I just think that if he's not hitting his shots from the outside, do the Rockets really stand a chance against the Warriors? And I was shocked when you told me this morning that the Rockets are actually favored mm-hmm. in game one. Mm-hmm. Can we go to Vegas now and wow. just bet hundreds of dollars on this? Mm. Two and a half points, I believe. Still, I'll, I'll gladly take that bet. Other uh, NBA news and notes. We'll get into Shaquille and, of course, uh, Barkley going back and forth. How about uh, Rodney Hood? It didn't take long <laughs> for him to apologize, did it? No, it did not. Did not want to enter the game, refused to go into the game at the end of the Cleveland game, and now he says, I'm sorry. Which is what he should have done. This should have never happened. This, this is the first time I think I've seen this. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a player just refusing to go in? And it being a big deal in the playoffs, Aaron. And a player that is just be happy that you're so on expendable. the team. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I found that. Do you not want your per diem for the playoffs? What? What's yeah. the deal? What is the problem? You know, we're sweeping <laughs> the Raptors right now. Yeah. So they're not going to suspend him either. But what difference would it matter if they would have suspended him? Which, uh, which Cavaliers teammate is he? Is he the one that's good at rolling the ball up the floor? <laughs> Uh, other headlines. Uh, this one caught my attention yesterday. What do we make of this Ohio State quarterback, Joe Burrow? And uh, he is now a, a graduate transfer. He's going to have two years of eligibility left. So a number of schools are being mentioned out there, Florida, Nebraska. But he has been granted permission to mm-hmm. talk to two schools so far. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Oh, all right. And LSU. That's right. This is big. Uh, so, the reason why this is big, of course, is because you saw what LSU's quarterbacks look like in the spring. You see what, – What does this tell the other quarterbacks? On- okay, so typically I would be against this because you don't want to disrupt the, the, the chemistry or the confidence. and yeah. it, it, It's going to be a rushed production. Young quarterbacks at that too. Yes. That said, this is a former four-star recruit. And eighth best dual quarterback. You know, you start going back to the I statistics know. and you're like, oh. but he's still got two years of eligibility yeah, remaining. Yeah. Six foot three, 215 pounds, broke his hand uh, last year. Yes. And that, that I'm glad you mentioned the injury because that's been a big deal. But he was battling Dwayne Haskins for the starting job at Ohio State. And you look at this, if, if he comes to LSU, I just think that's a. Orgeron had a plan. Orgeron's plan was to sign a cornerback or a well, cornerback and a running back or quarterback. The running back fell through with Trey Watson. Mm-hmm. He can make good on this class if he somehow gets Joe Burrow. You're shaking your head at me. Why? I just don't know what message this is sending to the Who team cares? and the quarterbacks. It's but competition. I understand, but you've been – Preaching you to anybody that, these that, that Loyal like Narcisse and Miles Brennan are, are they're great quarterbacks, are going to be good quarterbacks. They go out and there they, and prove it. Go out there and prove it. Go out there and show that you're better than everybody else. They haven't done that. Well, this is basically just telling me that all three of them basically suck. Okay. And that should fire them up. If anything, this should help them. This should this should be yeah. This is an insult to you. We don't think you can get the job done. We're going to go out there and get this Ohio State transfer. So prove us wrong. 
What's who, wrong with that? Who is the kid from Penn State that uh, everybody talked about? Oh, God, that was uh, yeah. uh, Bolden, Rob yeah, Bolden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that him, didn't pan what out. What did he do, switch positions? <laughs> did they make him a wide receiver uh, or something? Yeah, yeah, that didn't work out. Yeah. I remember how everybody got all excited. Everybody was excited. <laughs> and honestly, I thought about that whenever this story came up. I was like, oh, I hope this isn't another Rob Bolden. <laughs> you know, I saw his first practice with us, and I was like, this is the guy that we yeah. were hearing about? And then we can't think this Joe Burrow guy is going to be the savior. If he's no. so good, why doesn't he stay at Ohio right. State for the next uh, two years sure. and fight to try to be the starting quarterback there? Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I still, you know, he's, there's still talent there. And like I said, let's let's bring in more competition. Yeah. Somebody's got to go out there and win this job. It's, it fires me up because we act like, oh, we got to cradle these babies. We got to cradle these quarterbacks. No, we don't. Go out there and, and prove that you're the best. 888-993-7762. We got a number of texts and, of course, more headlines coming up. It's all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Pen Care. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's go crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. Saul Graves, Dr. Saul Graves will join us at 730. I'm sure we'll have a quarterback question or two for him. Also at 8 o'clock, Michael Federico, ULM's head baseball coach, joins us for his weekly visit. High school baseball, state championships, semifinals yep. down in Sulphur. we got a number of teams playing today, including Shudrin, OCS, Summerfield, and Claiborne Christian. John Parker from OCS will join us at 830. Yeah, and we got some baseball news to unpack. We got some previews. We got some. We got your lovely Astros update as well. And what's we, going on with the poll? I was just Top about to say we we've got sort of an issue. The the poll closes at eight o'clock. We got forty five minutes. Okay, you got to get on Morning Drive nine seven seven and vote because we are tied. We are neck and neck with. I'm pulling it up as I speak. The poll, uh, which was our, our top ten Thursday topics, are good radio here. Today. Good radio. I'm trying yeah. to pull it up. All right, I got it. Most disliked in sports is 32 yeah. percent, and who to punch Draymond? Both negative. <laughs> both negative, and they're both leading the poll. So poll closes at uh, eight o'clock. If you're not on the the Twitter thing, you can still hit us up at eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. What yeah. do you want to do top ten Thursday on? What's the subject? Who would you like to see hit Draymond Green in the face or the ten most disliked people in the sports world? There you go. What about Boom. my golf idea? Uh, uh, it is last. People are not thrilled about that one. By the way, go ahead and, and tell your little horse racing thing. Uh, this is big. Uh, Justify has a heel bruise. Aaron was devastated. Well, if he doesn't run in the Preakness May 19th, that would be devastating. Yeah, well, not enough to cry about. Uh, they're downplaying it, though, now saying that hey, he's recovering fine and they do believe he will be ready. I mean, we're talking about a triple crown winner here. I was so worried. Should I ask Saul about a heel bru- bruise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please do. 888-993-7762. We're back after this. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys 
so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. You take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston. Model 936054. Friday night, the Peach Radio will rock the railroad 6 to 8 p.m. with a free concert. We're going to rock this town, rock it inside out. Hey, y'all. My name's Judge McGee, and I'm back with a brand new song. Bring the whole family out for a Unity in the Community concert from Judge and the Jury. Friday night, 6 to 8 p.m., Rustin will be rocking with a Peach listener appreciation Unity in the Community free concert featuring Judge and the Jury. Beverages for purchase provided by Ponchatoulas to include beer, wine, and grown-up peach iced tea. Come show up and show out. North, South, East, West. Unity in the community. Nothing but peach and love. Ain't no party like a peach party. Come on out and get your blues on with Judge and the Jury this Friday as the peach rocks the railroad. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, uh, Trent and West Monroe coming out strong on this Wednesday morning on the text line, 888-993-7762. <laughs> I'd like to see Stone Cold Steve Austin give Green the stunner. Hate the guy. Rondo should have silenced, should have sliced his eyebrow open with an elbow last night when, it, when Green snuck in the huddle. Good idea here. Can we bring a local vet on to discuss horse injuries? <laughs> I think he's being sarcastic. Uh, I think so. Um, he also says both of his suggestions from yesterday are better for the top ten. Well, the people voted. <laughs> uh, Trent says, ask any player who has played or is playing at LSU, you better be about your business if you commit because competition is tough. Couldn't you make the same argument about at Ohio State? Competition's pretty tough there. Yeah. Go Tigers. Uh, Sam answered our question. He said Pippen, in reference to Rodney Hood, he said yeah. Pippen did it against the Knicks in the 95 Eastern Conference Finals. Or maybe it was 94. Not too sure. Or maybe 94, yeah. Uh, Quinn asked again, Phil and Tiger paired together for the first two rounds of the players this weekend. Excited or not? Yes, I'm excited. I'll be even more excited if both of them play well. And also says, I saw a stat where the Warriors are plus 372 in the third quarter. The Rockets are second with plus 170. Uh, we are your Major League, Major League Baseball headquarters here. We did have a couple major storylines last night, including a no-hitter. No, no. James uh, Paxton, you know his nickname, Jake? Sure. What is it? I don't know. Big Maple. Big Maple, yeah. Uh, the Canadian pitches a, a no-hitter in Canada, just the seventh no-hitter outside of Canada as uh, his Mariners beat Toronto. Actually, a no-hit bit. Pretty exciting. Very exciting. We're thrilled about it. Uh, I should have mentioned this Monday with the uh, weekend notes. Uh, ESPN did a story on Scott Biscotti, uh, mm. for, uh, former uh, 
Cardinal pitcher, then uh, Cardinal player, then of course traded to the A's. His mother just a year ago diagnosed with uh, ALS, and he lives in uh, Oakland. That's where his family's at, and the Cardinals just with. How often do you hear about this from a professional franchise? Knowing that one of their players is suffering, he needed to be closer to home. So basically, they reached out to Oakland and said, "Hey, uh, we'll make a trade with you." They traded him there, and the whole story on ESPN is the Sports Center featured story was just about his family and what they could do for their mother in, in her last days or last weeks or last months. Just an incredible touching story. I mean, get the Kleenex ready. And then uh, Sunday night, she passed away. He uh, made an appearance last night in front of the Oakland crowd. They gave him a great ovation, and then he went out and got a base hit. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's pure class to, mm. to trade him. Cardinals have done some great things throughout the history of that franchise, but that was a class move. Very much so. Um, looking, looking. Speaking further. of that, uh, with the uh, Astros win, the yes. Astros update, and it was uh, they win four to two. Springer continues the tear that he's been on. You know, following that six for six or six hit performance, he had uh, two RBIs last night against the A's. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, Matt Harvey was also traded. Did you see that? He was once the golden boy in New York. The dark night. And now he has found a new home in Cincinnati with a red squad that is uh, struggling, to say the least. Hmm. You got any more baseball tidbits? You, you were on a roll there. You were on a roll. We did have one game in the college ranks. Uh, Grambling loses to Northwestern State. Now the G-Men and the Bulldogs tie it on again tonight. Game uh, rescheduled. Mother Nature postponed it from last month. That game will be tonight at Grambling. See. And LSU will play McNeese tonight as well. Um, one more thing before we get to um, Jerry Stovall. I want to I want to mention that Kurt Warner, this story with him. Do you think there's legs to this? Or is this I, just one of those off-season, you know. Is he one of those guys that would make this up, though? No. So the story is at the age of uh, 47, last year he says he was tossing the rock around a little bit. And he reached out to a couple franchises and seeing if there would be interest in bringing him back or at least giving him a tryout. And he said he did uh, get a couple nibbles. And it didn't happen, but it, it, Warner says, I was actually ready to go for this coming season. I actually talked to a coach and my wife. My wife said, go for it. I think it would be great. So I actually talked to a coach about possibly doing it if they needed someone. But then they went out and signed somebody. I don't think they thought I was serious, so I think we're completely done now. Mm. Kurt Warner at 47, what would that have looked like? Mm. Like Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl? I thought it would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Yes. Uh, there was some news from LSU besides, of course, uh, Joe Burrow and maybe the perhaps that the Ohio State quarterback lands at LSU. Uh, West Monroe native and a former West Monroe star, Jerry Stovall, will have his number officially retired by LSU. Pretty good honor for him, Jake. Very good honor for him. Um, you know, at LSU, he was a halfback, defensive back, kick returner. Only three players. He'll be the third player ever in LSU football uh -huh. history to have their number retired. I just think the 13th LSU athlete overall to have their jersey retired. Yeah, yeah. Quite an honor for Jerry Stovall. I dropped the ball. We had, I had a conversation with him literally a, a decade ago, and I had the audio clip, but I didn't send it to John. I had to edit it and ready to go, but what I did not send it. But maybe we'll have that for later in the week. What a guy. <laughs> You're killing me. All right, I was trying to rush through things <laughs> so we could get to that. 
But I'll backtrack a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about Grand Line and Tech. Okay. Uh, just the fact you mentioned it the last time they played, uh, Tech won eight to nothing. And starting tonight will be Tyler Follis, who his first start. This will be his first start since beating ULM March 21st. Mm. So uh, see if he can kind of give that pitching staff some some juice, and they'll need that juice for this upcoming weekend. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, uh, Dr. Saul Graves joins us. If you have a question or a comment for him, certainly hit us up at 888-993-7762. The Morning Drive on Sports Talk 97.7 is back after this. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Mother's Day is this Sunday, May 13th, and our family from Karen's Hallmark would like to invite you to find that wonderful gift for all those special women in your life. Karen's Hallmark has 45 feet of beautiful Mother's Day cards, unique gifts like wind chimes, gardening gloves, sun catchers, flags, door hangers, purses, and a boutique full of new summer clothing. Karen's Hallmark has a friendly staff and free gift wrap to make that gift extra special. Karen's Hallmark, located in the I-20 Shopping Center, Ruston. It's time for the Morning Drive's weekly visit with the sports medicine doctors at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. Welcome back to the show. Time to get a little smarter with our doctor's segment. Dr. Saul Gray joins us on the Stuart Shelby Hotline. Saul, how are you doing this morning, bud? Hey, Aaron, I'm doing fine. Jake's here, too. Jake, you going to talk? Say hi to Saul. Hey, Saul. How you doing, man? <laughs> hey, Jake. Uh, thanks for having me on this morning. I always like to pile on the young whippersnapper over here. You know how that goes, right, Saul? <laughs> yeah, hey, I do know that. <laughs> All right, uh, Doc, i got a number of questions. Obviously, I want to start, though, with some uh, football questions for you and you being a huge LSU fan and, of course, a former Tiger quarterback. Jake and I were discussing this situation. Ohio State graduate transfer Joe Burrow uh, has some interest, of course, in uh, LSU and Cincinnati, two schools so far that have been granted permission to bring him or at least to have a conversation with him. What do you think about this news, being a, a former quarterback and, of course, an LSU fan, about the prospects of bringing in another quarterback? 
Yeah, it's an interesting uh, question, you know, and, and let me talk about it from a, from a maybe an LSU perspective first, or from a coaching perspective. Yeah, unfortunately, in, in this day and time, uh, it, it's hard to count on kids staying uh, that aren't playing, and, and I think that's where the concern comes in. You know, you've got, you know, three I think pretty good quarterbacks. All of them could, I think could be good quarterbacks. But you've got two that are in the same class. As you get, you've got one in McMillan that's graduating this summer, and, and you don't have any guarantees that that one or two of those guys aren't going to leave if if they don't get the starting job. And, and unfortunately, that's just the way college football has become, especially the quarterback position, uh, which is why they actually got a chance to get a quarterback because he's leaving because he's not starting somewhere. So, you know that that's the biggest issue. You, you've already lost a quarterback last year. Uh, who who left and transferred to a junior college because he wasn't starting. So, so you, I, I think just from a pure depth perspective, perspective, if you've got a chance to to get a quarterback, I think you've, you've got to take it, especially if it's someone that, that that seems like it's a pretty good quarterback. From the quarterback right. perspective, if, yeah. if I'm if I'm one of those three guys at LSU, um, you know, obviously I'm not excited about it, but you know, it's it, whenever you sign with a Southeastern Conference school or any division one school or any school of that matter i mean you're going to expect competition that competition you know may come from somebody who they recruit behind you uh you know they're going to bring in a good quarterback next year it sounds like they're going to try to and so that's the guy you got to compete against uh and then and then you and then now you've got somebody that may transfer in so i i don't think it's a if i'm if i'm a quarterback in that room um you know maybe i'm a little bit hurt because because they're worried that that I may not be good enough, but on the other hand, it, it makes me, you know, just want to want to go out that much more and, and work to, to show them that I, I should be the starter. So, you know, it's going to be competition everywhere, and, and, and I think competition makes people better. So I, I'm all for, it, especially for a guy who who has two years remaining of eligibility. I think that makes a big difference. I, I don't really like the guy that you bring in for just one year. I, I don't think that has really shown. Uh, to work too well. I know, of course, I know that the quarterback at Seattle, uh, who I think transferred from North Carolina State, um, you know, I, you know, he, he had a good career uh, for for one year. But um, anyway, that, that I think that's kind of the exception. Yeah, Russell Wilson, of course, going from there to Wisconsin, then Jeff Driscoll, what he did, Florida to to Louisiana Tech, he certainly did all right. Uh, I'm sure, sure it happened a couple. Right. And then in your case, I mean, you were grinding away, and of course, trying to. Uh, move up the ranks throughout LSU, and I'm sure there are many times when they brought in youngsters, and you're like, oh, "I'm gonna have to fight this guy off." I don't know if they brought in ever a transfer quarterback, but I mean, you certainly know what that feels like to be in that quarterback room and know that there are other guys that the coaches are looking at. That's right, and, and you know, we, there was not—we never did have a transfer quarterback come in. Of course, they didn't have the graduate transfer rule uh, back then. You know, that's something that's relatively new, but. You know, they, they signed three. You know, my my uh, sophomore year, they signed three young quarterbacks, all of which were uh, were all American guys that were that, that could really play. And so, you know, you can't get your feelings hurt. I mean, it's it's one of those things that they're going to try to bring in a, a you know uh, somebody good every year. And the, the quarterback position is just different, you know, because you you can only play one quarterback at a time, and rarely do you play two quarterbacks. And and so it's it's uh, it's it's different, you know. And, and as a quarterback, you just got to know that. That uh, there's going to be competition, and and you got to go out there and 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 you know work as hard as you can every day, and and just do what you and control the things that you can control, and that and that's how you play on the field. 
All right, uh, we certainly are looking forward to the state championships this weekend down in Salford. And, of course, uh, you are a huge uh, fan of Northeast Louisiana and, of course, uh, OCS. Through the years, do you remember uh, an OCS championship run that is most memorable for you in baseball? Well, that's, that's a good question. Uh, the, the years kind of run together, you know, but uh, I've seen a lot of them. Of course, I was gone to, to um, LSU and, and, and off, you know, to medical school and residency for a long period of time, especially during the 90s, so I didn't get to see any of those teams play. I, I think some of the most memorable ones to me are the ones that were played out at ULM. I mean, they, there was a yeah. few years there that, that there were a lot of, uh, you know, the single-A and double-A um, um, state championships and semifinals were played out there. And, you know, going back, I believe it was maybe 2005, I can remember what I thought was a pretty average OCS team, um, but had they had two pretty special players. One was – Matt Laird, who who was Mark Laird's older brother, who went on to play at ULM, and another one was was Daniel Bradshaw, who uh, who went on to pitch at LSU, and, and I believe he may have been a I don't I don't know if he was a freshman or a sophomore in 2005, but I do know they ended up playing um, Sterlington in the final game uh, at at ULM, and, and it was just a great atmosphere. I mean, the place was packed, and and uh, OCS. Um, won that game by one run and it was just an unbelievable game and in, in my opinion one of the, the the best coaching jobs that Michael Harper ever did at LSU was that year just because of um the fact they just didn't have I me mean, they had those two guys that were really good and, and I'm sure some other ones that I don't recall right offhand but uh but it really wasn't his, his most talented team but I thought he did a great job of kind of piecing that one together and and, and coming away with the state championship. Yeah, I nearly forgot that championship. There must have been uh, two to 3,000 fans out there that night. It was a sensational environment. I also go back, and this is actually uh, close to a medical question also. Mark Laird, uh, I don't know what year it was, uh, he had a torn meniscus, and he goes out on the mound, is over in Shreveport playing a state championship game. They 10-run rule him, and Laird actually had a triple in that game, banged out three or four hits. Just an incredible performance. Then I think he had surgery literally the next day or two days later because I remember doing an ACES segment with him, and he comes limping up on crutches. <laughs> That's right. In fact, I had, I had actually seen him in the office about a week before <laughs> that that final game, and you know we found out he had a meniscus tear, and, and um, you know Mark Laird, and he, there's no way he was not going to play in that game. And, and not only did he did he hit a triple, but he also pitched. Um, and, and shut shut out. Uh, I believe it was St. Mary's that they beat in that in that final game, and um, um, just you know incredible performance. Of course, he was. There's not many like Martin Laird. I mean, he was as good as a get uh, in high school, and of course also in, in college as well. Mm. We want to see uh, Josh Smith, LSU's uh, star player, back on the field, but he continues to have issues with that stress reaction in the back. We thought he was coming back. He was healthy, ready to go. And then, of course, uh, pulled, what, a, a week ago. Does this just illustrate how dicey of an injury this can be? Yeah, I think absolutely it does. You know, we, we talked about that when he first was was diagnosed. And, and, you know, they talked about it being a stress reaction versus stress fracture. And, you know, I think that's all really just a matter of, of what it looks like on the MRI. But, you know, when you get those things, in my experience, it's really been a three-month deal before people are really able to come back. And, and, and of course, he gave it a go a couple of weeks ago and, and actually looked pretty good initially. Uh, and, but I think it was maybe just a – it looked like just a swing and miss 
where he you could just tell he felt something in his back, and then he didn't come out the next inning. And um, and the good news is that, that his MRI appears to look okay now. So uh, they're saying it's really just muscle spasms, and he's and he's trying to to, to strengthen it, and you know, hopefully he can get back to to play him next week. There's not a lot of time left in the season, and certainly when you're in an LSU situation, you know, the season may end earlier than you're used to if you don't win some more games. So. I know they're hoping um, that he'll be able to get back next week. Uh, Utah's Ricky Rubio did not play in the Houston uh, series, still battling that left hamstring strain. Considering what was at stake in that series, and you'd think that he was probably getting medical treatment 24 hours, seven days a week. Does that, once again, show how difficult that injury can be just in terms of no matter what you do, you can't beat rest recovering from a hamstring strain? Yeah, you're exactly right. And, 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 you know, obviously he's getting great treatment in the training room, you know, all day, every day and, and, and trying to, trying to get that better. But when you, when you tear his, his, um, when you tear your hamstring or any, any muscle group for that matter, on matter in your lower leg, it, it's just one of those things that's very, very difficult to, uh, to come back from. And it's really kind of interesting, you know, the hamstring injuries are, are something we, you know, you, you typically see and, and, in uh, football and, and track, it, it's, it doesn't seem like you see that many in basketball. But for you know Utah, they had two on the same team. You know, had had another guy tear his hamstring. Uh, I believe it was on Saturday or Sunday they were playing. Um, that you, know, you could tell how much pain he was in um, as he limped off the court. So pretty unusual for for to have hamstring strains in in basketball, and then to have it on two on one team during the playoffs is is a tough blow to them. Uh, two final questions, Saul. Uh, with the summer approaching, uh, is your golf game is it uh, coming together? You know, I, I, <laughs> that's a good question. I had, you know, I actually played pretty well a couple of weeks ago, as good as I played in a long time, but then I followed it up with a with a pretty poor performance. So, as you know, evidence in, in my golf game and probably many others, it's just uh, it's hard to find consistency. But still, fun being out there. It's better than than working. I can tell you that. Well, speaking of working, where can they find you for a majority of the week? Well, we've got our three locations, uh, the main office on Louisville Avenue in Monroe. We've got our satellite clinics in West Monroe and, and also in Ruston. We've got a daily injury clinic that uh, is a walk-in clinic uh, that begins at about uh, 10 o'clock uh, each weekday morning. And then, of course, we've got our after-hours clinics uh, in the uh, evenings that go to 8 o'clock at night and also on Saturday mornings from 8 uh, to 11, and, and both of those, the, the walk-in clinic and the after-hour clinics are at the Monroe office as well. Saul, appreciate the time, bud. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Dr. Saul Graves. Good stuff there. He's all in. Bring in uh, Joe Burrow from Ohio State. Make him a part of this uh, LSU quarterback rotation. And I'm on board, too. I don't see why you would The deciding factor the... was, of course, having two years of eligibility remaining. Yeah, like a Danny Etling kind of guy. <laughs> That's right. And guess what? Danny Etling was a good quarterback. And is, for the time being. And is a good backup. An NFL quarterback. Yes, that is true. These are facts. Yes, they are. These are facts. Larry Monroe says, people are angry at Draymond Green. Why? I don't really like the Golden State Warriors, but he's the only one really playing true basketball now. He reminds me of the good old days when the bad boys of Detroit were playing. So leave Draymond alone and let him play. Now, it's simply because he's playing the local team. If he was on the Pels? If he, well, let's flip it this way. If we were Warriors fans, 
we would hate Rondo because Rondo and actually uh, both are kind of kind of dirty. Yeah, both have done dirty things. Okay, and it's like you need that. I was telling. Well, were you a Bill Lambeer fan? I mean, this goes probably before your time, but you've seen yeah. footage. You know. Yeah, it. but but I, it's like I was telling a couple of my buddies. You need a guy like that. Yeah. Like the Pelicans needed a guy like Rondo, who's not going to back down to a Draymond. Who else besides Rondo was, you know, really getting into it with Draymond? Don't say AD because AD was kind of, you know, AD would be aggressive, but he wasn't in Draymond's f- face about it. Rondo was in Draymond's face about it. Pardon the term. So every team needs kind of a goon in hockey. Yeah, yeah. that's a better term. I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, no. <laughs> a word we can't say. But basically, that's what we're trying to say. I uh, got another one here. Did you uh, look this up? Uh, Jacob Pearson, his progress in the minors. Haven't heard anything about it. Well, I just got his 2017 stats. Uh, he hit 226. He, he, he's, in, in talking to him, he felt that he developed over, over the course of the year. He started out kind of rough, but uh, felt that he was kind of getting into a groove later on in the year. Uh, Quint points out the pitcher who threw the no-no last night. Had a bald eagle land on him while on the mound earlier this year. Is that the wildest sports story involving an animal? No, it's got to be Randy Johnson. Yeah. It's got to be. Nothing will ever touch that. Just the, the probability of it exploding a bird. Of a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, <laughs> the same going towards the plate, hitting a bird. Yeah. And it exploding. Yes. Yeah. Nothing will top that. 888-993-7762. We're back up. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. The all-new Yard Power of Monroe, Northeast Louisiana's only Cub Cadet dealer. Your Cub Cadet Superstore is holding a big open house this Saturday where you can save 15% on all Cub Cadet Pro Z mowers. That could mean up to $1,800 in savings. Big discounts on a great selection, even red tag special deals on closeout inventory. So remember YP, Yard Power, on Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Lane. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, Do what thousands of injured clients have already done. 
Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. Don't miss out on huge savings as we celebrate our 40th birthday. Wow, 40 years since my dad founded our company. Prices have never been better during our celebration. See us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City for your new home. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. All right, uh, <laughs> Jake. I mean, what am I dealing with here? <laughs> so we've had some issues with uh, audio clips over the last couple of weeks, and I, I think it may have something to do with my Hotmail account. And every time somebody and I give him my Hotmail account, uh, people are like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, well, uh, there's well, a reason well, for that. Well, let me ask you this, though. I don't, there's not the, there is a connection. I've had this Hotmail account forever, and I just don't feel like giving it up yet. I mean, it's been good to me. It hasn't mistreated me. And, and, and it's Tabor, Tabor, you now. Tabor, as many clips as I've sent you over the course of the last five to six years, I mean, it has been very dependable. Aaron, I, I had Hotmail in 96. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually you broke away from Hotmail? Yeah, and I, I went to Yahoo, and I have my issues now and again. The same thing you do, you know, file size, but I refuse to pay for an email upgrade. So sometimes i got to bust audio in chunks and send it to you. Y'all got to go with Gmail. <laughs> Gmail, man. Yeah, I've got my reasons. We're going to have to figure out something here soon, but Hotmail, man. You've to got throw it mail. to the curve. <laughs> what was that? You've got mail. It reminds me, a couple of years ago, I had one credit card that I'd, I'd had since college. You know that co- college credit Do card? Do you have CompuServe still, no. too, Aaron? You no. know that credit card you get in college where they give you that such that great interest rate? You know, or For some reason, I, I held on to it for so long. And the wife was like, why do you still have that credit card? I said, well, it's been good to me. Then I started thinking, well, it probably has not been good to me. They've no. been stealing money from me for how many years? Yes. So we parted ways eventually. So maybe... Uh, Hotmail will be on the way out, too. Hopefully so. They give me a hard time at uh, work, too, about my uh, iPhone. They think it's like a 3. It's literally a 5. I don't know what the issue is. I don't need a 10. I don't need to spend $1,000 on a phone. Listen, I just went down that I didn't get a 10. When I got my 8, I think that's what it is, 8, they they lock you in a contract where you have to pay like 150 bucks a month. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, it's not worth it. Okay. One thing that Jake and I agree on. Yes. Yes. Usually Jake is just pale because he hangs out in the shade. (laughs) You've got mail is not from Hotmail. It is from AOL, another dinosaur. (laughs) Same thing. Same grouping. Yeah. Sleepless in Seattle. That's what I remember. You got mail. Which was a 90s movie, right? (laughs) My goodness. Oh, brother. All right. So, anyway, back on track. One clip we do have. Is Shaq and yeah. Chuck. All right, so we love Charles Barkley, and we love the dialogue. We love this show. Of course, Ernie uh, is kind of in charge of the circus, correct? Yeah, but he wasn't there for this one. I don't even know that guy's name. Mm. But anyway, he was kind of getting on my nerves mm-hmm. uh, throughout that show. Regardless. The subject matter was on. On uh, Toronto, and if they have somebody who can win a championship, and, you know, why did DeMar DeRozan – not play as much. Mm. And Charles and Chuck uh, kind of get into it, and it gets a little personal. It does get personal. Now, 
So the negatives with this clip is they talk over each other, so you right. can't hear everything, which is not great TV or radio. It's better TV than radio. It's better TV than radio because you can just see how fired up they are. But you, if you listen closely, you can hear some of the things that are being said mm -hmm. and some of those things being from Chuck basically saying, you know, you got to ride the coattails of Kobe yeah. and Dwayne Wade. Something Shaq's heard a few times. But then on the flip side, you turn the tables always on Barkley. And what has always been the big knock on him? Didn't win the championship. And how tired does he probably get hearing that? Is he not immune to it by now? Yeah. Probably still bugs him. Yeah. Anyway, here's the clip of these two verbally sparring. Got to repair his relationship with DeMar DeRozan. No, he don't. Uh, yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, you have to, because, uh, listen, that, that, listen, if your best player, you bench your best player. He, well, why was he benched? Uh, he, uh, well, he, that's not the point. It is the point. You don't disrespect your best player. Listen. If you don't have a great relationship with your best player, you're never going to win. That's not true. Uh, he did not. That's play, not true. He did not, well, you, you, in that's your opinion. True. No, just because you say something, you're just. That's not opinion. true. Me no, and, it's not true. Me and Pat Roddy never saw eye to eye and what happened to my man win. So it's not true what no, you're saying. Well, you it's had not true what you're saying. Not true. I'm just letting you know you know what you did. It was the man on that team. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was a role player. You're right. But you know what? That's my point. That's my point. I'm saying with your best player. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to championship. I'm just telling you something. Stop baby. Wait, wait, care what you that championship. No matter how much you scream you loud, listen, that does not listen, make you right. Listen. You're wrong in the city. You can and that's why you ain't winning because you're a baby. Stop no, babying no, these no, players. I'm not babying no player. He don't play. Uh, no, he don't he play. You got to sit his ass down. But period. See, uh, he got to repair. He, he ain't got to repair position. nothing. He got to stop babying your players. You got, got baby. That's no, why you ain't winning. He got to. I didn't have Dwayne. I didn't have Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant carry me up and down the court. So why you not on the Hall of Fame? I got three finals MVP, Chuck. Because you Google me, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. You see that? Google me. You're a great player. You don't that know what you're talking about with a coach. No, he that, ain't got to repair nothing. He got to step up and play. We all didn't have play. other players carrying play us up and down the court. You can yell as much as you want. I got three finals MVP. Yeah, I mean, you are a great player. Thank but you. But you wouldn't have got him if you didn't have Kobe and Dwayne. I will say. I will say. Love it. So, a couple things. First of all, they were going, don't baby the players. It was back to what you said earlier in the show with LSU in the quarterback room. That's true. Said, don't baby these LSU quarterbacks. That's true. Now, Shaq did not let Chuck speak his like tell his point. Like Chuck should have been able to speak what he wanted to say, and then Shaq could have retorted and, and countered it. But he just started yelling yeah. on top of him and pointing towards his ring. Yeah, Google me. <laughs> but you know, this is. I also like Kenny the Jet at the end. It's kind of like, all right, guys, I'll jump in here since uh, our host won't. But back to the original point and, of course, the debate that they were having that, the, you know, the head coach has to have a unique and a special relationship with the star player. And Shaq had a good point. I mean, the fact that he didn't get along with Pat Riley and it didn't seem to matter, but I thought Chuck had a better one. Dwayne Wade was the guy for that team. Not Shaq. Not at that stage. Shaq was older. Mm. So, you know, go back and forth on it and disagree, but you don't have to, you know, start start making fun of Chuck for not winning a championship and saying he doesn't know what he's talking about in terms of championships because he so never you're won one. you with Barkley here, I can tell. I am. I, I am. Yeah. I just thought Shaq was, was kind of out of line there. Yeah. The winner in this? 
opportunity. Absolutely. <laughs> They're always. The I mean, everybody wants to see two of the greats in the game or former greats go at it. Yes. Yeah. We saw them go at it before yeah. on the court. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I I enjoy their their back and forth. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. So. As we look forward to the playoffs, are you in on these playoffs now, Aaron? I know it takes you a while to get into the NBA, but uh, not really, not yet. You're not, no, not, not yet. Not, no, what? <laughs> You're not going to get into them then. Uh, I, I, Golden State. I kind of want to see Golden State and LeBron again. You don't care about Golden State and Houston, uh, not really. After all this talk for so long, and I know Houston hasn't looked particularly great in the playoffs. But after all this talk all season about Houston being this great offensive team, you don't want to see if they can give the Warriors fits. And honestly, I'll still say, yes, LeBron is great, but I still don't think the Cavs have what it takes to make that much of a series. You probably get something similar to to the Pelicans and Warriors, where LeBron, I'll give LeBron two games just because he's that great, but that's it. I don't see them winning more than two games. Houston... While I have my doubts and while I've already, you know, kind of talked about my concerns in that series for Houston, who knows, man? They could go out there and light it up from three. We've, we've seen them do it throughout the season. If they start getting hot again, if Eric Gordon starts getting hot again, who knows? This is the other issue I have. Uh, right now, of course, renovations continue at Plano oh, Reed, my God. And I do, not have, I do not have a TV to watch. Is that the only place where you watch sports? Yeah, well, when I'm at work. And then, of course, it. also a little distracted with all the local sports going on. So once, of course, the state championships conclude this week. Dude, that's it. Yeah, perhaps, oh, this is the last week. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I want to quiz the sports guru. Use that phrase lightly. Uh, does he re- remember why Pippen refused to go in the last play against the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah. I believe that was uh, uh, Phil Jackson had designed a play for Tony Kukoc instead of Scottie Pippen, and that is why he refused to go in the game. Was I right, Sam? Sam is Sam is all in on the NBA. Yeah, he loves the NBA talk. I think that is why Pippen. Yes, he says correct. All right, got one right. Yep. Time to retire. <laughs> That's right. Go out on top <laughs> with the NBA trivia. Yes, That's certainly. It. 888-993-7762 coming up after the break. Michael Federico joins us for his weekly visit. How about those Warhawks? Who saw this coming? Coming off their first sweep in uh, four years. Coach Fed joins us next. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com. Or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 